Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Chat and Chew. I'm so excited to have um, my good sister, Carlisha, join us today to share her testimony on how she found God in another place, um, you know, geographically. I think sometimes we have to move away from our comfort areas and really, truly dig deep and dive deep into our relationship with Christ. And I want her to share her testimony and just share how she's created a new lane for herself and a new platform. So I'm really excited for you all to hear her. So I'm going to go ahead and call her and we're going to start our episode of Chat and Chew. Thanks for tuning in. so sorry i was a little <laughs> i was a little rusty girl it's been a week or two since i've done this so i'm like oh lord she's gonna think i'm unprofessional oh <laughs> uh, what are you making Ooh, so you're really chatting and chewing today <laughs> that sounds good. Are you still in Orlando? Are you back home? Uh, yeah, I'm back home. Oh, okay. Did you just go down to visit family and stuff? Yeah, just to visit family and then came right back because, yeah, I still got to work and stuff, even though it's from home. Yeah, I get that. So how has it been for you kind of like, and this is not part of our interview, this is just me chatting with you, but how has it been like kind of going through the quarantine essentially like by yourself without being with your family uh interesting yeah it's been interesting um i i'm generally one to enjoy my own company most mm-hmm. of my friends know that i'm quick to go on a date by myself yeah. or do things with myself um but the longer i was in here the more i started kind of feeling like okay yeah so it was good that georgia kept the parks open mm. and stuff like that so i could get out yeah. um but I did have like a little quarantine boo that I was dealing with. So he helped <laughs> a little. Okay, girl. Quarantine phase. Yeah. <laughs> um, he helped a little, but other than that. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm just want to say like, and I I I did start recording, so I just wanted to let you know that. But I want you to just feel natural, be yourself, like whatever comes to you. I know we kind of talked about some bullet points, but I just wanted to let you know and start off with this by saying I admire you so much. I know I've known you for years, right? Like in the context of school, but you just have blossomed. And I think that that's why I want to highlight your testimony because even in how confidently you can talk about like, yeah, I'm, I'm by myself. It is what it is. Like I'm content either way. Like, I think that's so beautiful for us to achieve that as women, as black women, because there's this notion that we're not okay by ourselves or we need to have X, Y, and Z to feel whole. So that's really what I want to talk about tonight. Cause I think you've done a good job at getting to a place of contentment and just say, you know, whatever God has for me, I'm, I'm good with that. Okay.
mean, one day I was in my dorm and it was just me and I'm looking around like, <laughs> Carlisha, either you're going to like fall into another depression mm. and just sit in a room all day or you're going to live your life. Yeah. But either way, you got to do something. Yeah. And I think they had like a Valentine's Day party. Okay. And I went by myself. And wow. I was there and everybody was like, oh my God, you alone? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and after that, I have made it like my life's mission to never stop living because mm. I don't have certain people around. So. Yeah. Would you say that that's one of the reasons you moved to Atlanta was just because you're like, time is of the essence. I'm going to do what makes me happy. I mean, how has it been? So you make that that move in faith, and it's kind of like, I move here. I don't have any friends. I don't have any family. Like, but I'm trusting God. So did He come through for you when you wanted Him to, or was it <laughs> a journey getting there? <laughs> did He? Oh my God, He blew my mind. Okay. And I think that's when you know that it's God. Like, I mm. really had to trust Him. Like, no matter, I gave myself six months. To okay. Oh, wow. And okay. I still didn't get an offer. So I literally, by the time September came, that six month came, mm-hmm. I packed up my car with no job. Wow. A little bit of money. Yeah. I had saved like thousands of dollars, but okay. after my parents were through with me, I didn't have it. Yeah. And um, I, I saved every, you know, I, I just jumped in the car and came. Yeah. And literally a week after I moved, I got a job offer for the salary oh my I wanted, God. for what I wrote down, what I prayed about, and asked God for doing mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was crazy because the woman had called me to interview me two weeks before, and um, I was like, well, I'm not in Atlanta yet. Yeah. I could have went up there the next day. Yeah. I promised, I said I was going to stick to this. And she was like, well, you can see if the job is here. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. Yeah. I went up there that next day, and she was like, well, we already in second round interviews. Wow. So I don't even know. And yeah. I'm like, well, here's my resume. If you're interested, just call me. Yeah. And literally the next hour, she was like, Yeah. 
That's God. And that's that blows my mind, like just your level of faith, you know, because you look at our generation and I actually had another episode talking with my dad about like millennials and spirituality. But I think you're just so bold in your faith and you're like, God, hey, I'm just going to have a real talk with you. Like, this is what I need. How did you get to that point where you're like, God, like you and God are on this intimate level where you're just moving in alignment with him? Mm-hmm. Um, when I was nine, I joined a church that held me accountable to my faith. Okay. It wasn't going to be a, oh, you only show up on Sunday, that's it. Okay. Like, the teaching, the, like, advisement mm-hmm. had me, like, spiritually accountable in um, really building relationships. Okay. And even though there were things that happened with that particular ministry, um, I had to make a decision that my relationship with God would mm-hmm. not be affected by my environment. Yeah. And I think just growing up when you're bullied and when... You know, because I've always had a challenge with friendships, with mm. making friends. Mm-hmm. I was not always... Talk about it, girl. Okay? <laughs> People, and because I was such um, a Jesus freak, yeah. I was not yeah. cool with middle schoolers and high school. Yeah. They didn't care about that. Yeah. So, um, I just had to fully submit myself to God. Okay. Like, I had to fully just submerge myself in this idea that there is a entity that is always present that yeah. will love me that will talk to me that mm-hmm. will be there that'll help me mm-hmm. um and then too as a child i tried to commit suicide wow definitely tried yeah. to and thank you for sharing moment, that Thank you for sharing that because there's somebody who's going to listen to this who who doesn't know how to battle with those emotions right now so thank oh, you guys. yeah man as a kid you just take everything so hard yeah like i was so emotional i took things life so hard and i didn't think nobody loved me so i was like what's the point mm. and in that moment in the act yeah. of it you wow. know that's when i heard loud and clear that life won't always be like this mm. like mm. that's what i heard in my spirit and that's when i knew and i think the thing is is that people you have to have relationship with god yeah where you know him to be who he is like mm. you have to read his word and say okay you say it like this will show me yeah and that's how i am with god i'm like okay you say you're a provider mm. you don't brought me out here show what's up yeah you know yeah and he's he doesn't put his word out there and it come back to him before. yeah so i think i have just lived my life where i've had the privilege to uh, be submissive enough to mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. to experience relationship. Yeah. And I think because I've um, been big on that throughout my life, mm-hmm. I've d- developed a relationship where I know him. Yeah. So. Wow, that that's beautiful. And that that's honest and that it really is an individual journey. Like when people look and say, oh, I want to follow, you know, the relationship goals. Maybe I'll get to that through this or through that. It really is an intentional effort to say i'm gonna wake up with you christ like i'm gonna spend time with you today i'm gonna talk with you i'm gonna journal with you i'm gonna go to you when i'm having these issues so thank you so much for sharing that and that you you bought something up that really is a good point like this piece of it's just you and god so i i never shared my story with you but i i i would say we had similar experiences but i moved to nashville back in 2017 uh, a boldness of faith act it was like lord i'm going to nashville i don't know why i said that but i believe in manifestation i think what you project out is truly what you bring back into your environment so i said i'm moving there i don't know what i'm gonna do but i know that that's the place i'm supposed to be in this season 
<clears throat> but I will say it was a beautiful time in my life. However, it was a challenging time because that that part of being alone geographically from your support system, right? So we're both in sororities. We have line sisters. We have communities and networks of people in Florida. So how was it for you going to a whole other state? Yes, you trust God with the spiritual, but with the physical when it's like, okay, Lord, I went to that networking event, but nobody called me or like nobody, what church am I supposed to go to? What was that transition for you? Um, it was hard. <laughs> there were many, like, I remember my first, my first year in Atlanta. Sometimes mm. I would be driving on my way to work and bust in tears. Mm. Nobody would know, nobody, yeah. my coworkers, I walk in like everything's fine, but yeah. nobody knew. I would just cry for no reason. Like, mm. I experienced anxiety in a way that I've never experienced it before. Honestly, you said that that was one of the reasons why I moved back to Florida was because I I, I got I gained all of those those tools and I gained that experience of like doing stuff for myself, just trusting God. But it was like, but Tyler, be thinking of like, do you want to settle in this state? Like, do you want to, you know, build your family here, your career here? So that was one of the reasons why I was like, okay, yes, I value my family and friends. I realize I need to be more accessible to them because yes, I'm young and I can move. I mean, I lived in Houston, I lived here, but it's just like, what, what do we have to show for all of the things that we have gained, right? These temporary worldly things don't matter, but those relationships, like you talked about earlier, truly do matter. So yeah, I completely understand that. I, oh my gosh, I have so many more questions for you and I know we're like limited on time and stuff, but I, I'm just also wondering, like, if you look at Carlisha, which, so you moved to Atlanta a year ago, right? Was it a year? Three years ago. Has it been three years? Uh, oh, my September 2017. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, Carlisha in 2017 and Carlisha in 2020, June. Where were you then and where are you now? Like, what word would you use to say the headspace you're in? through a 
I like that. Um, you you maybe unknowingly have created this space and lane for yourself and this platform with your what you do, your YouTube. I'm gonna let you do your plug at the end so everybody can follow you. But honestly, like you're you're projecting your light out to our generation, our followers, our friends, and stuff like that. So being that right, like what people see is what they perceive. So how do you think people perceive you now for those people who maybe knew you in college and see you in this new space? What do you, what has that been for you? Have you got like feedback of, oh, wow, you're too churchy or wow, I really appreciate you sharing your vulnerability with us. What has that been for you? And I'm not stopping it. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely on that YOLO, and it was so crazy because YOLO came out. Yeah, <laughs> that was your theme in 2010, girl. <laughs> The reason why I brought that up is because I wanted to say a quote that somebody shared with me a long time ago was, you cannot be a prophet in your own hometown. 
So I and when they told me that I'm like, what do you mean? Like, isn't that the perfect place to be a prophet or be or to have a platform? But sometimes people won't receive you because of the lens in which they view you or perceive you from this one moment in time in your life. So when you move away, they're like, Carlisha, you spent girl, I'm Jew. I didn't know you had all that in you. So that's why I'm saying to you, keep doing what you're doing because the the quality of your content is reaching people that you don't even know how it's reaching or how it's impacting. They might never say anything to you, but you see them views on your on every IGTV you have, you know that it's, you're planting seeds with people. So just keep going. That's all I wanted to say about that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. I yeah. do hope that it is reaching people. Yeah. Well, do you want to tell the people a little bit about what you do during your free time? <laughs> So I started Christ and Coffee last summer, um, basically a platform where I used it for accountability for myself. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get up early in the morning and spend time with God because um, I wasn't doing good with that. Mm -hmm. um, but now as time has gone on, I find a lot of people, even people that don't know my platform, mm -hmm. come to me. And when they know I'm a Christian, mm -hmm. they begin expressing their church hurt to me. Yeah. They begin wow. expressing to me why they left church and okay. why they left the faith. And I'm big on relationship over religion. Mm -hmm. So now my platform is kind of catering to a, a group of people who are trying to gain relationship yeah. with God outside of the whole religion part. I love and that. So Rice and Coffee is just an IGTV platform I started about a year ago. Mm -hmm. And my goal is to help people cultivate relationship with God. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I'm on IG. I just moved my videos over to its own. <laughs> Yay! Yes, Christ Coffee CC. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm trying to get some videos on YouTube. We work in. We it's that. it's hard editing and doing all these things by yourself, girl. And yeah. honestly, that is something that I want to talk to you about. Is just where do you like? What spaces do you unpack in, right? So part of this great platform comes great responsibility. So how does Carlisha unpack and keep going and pushing yourself to say, you know what, this is my ministry. I need to keep going regardless of how I feel like in my natural space. Mm, um, I feel like because people look forward to it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I get people that will text me like, if it's Saturday morning past the time I say, they're yeah. like, hello, where's the video? <laughs> like, people do that. Um, yeah. People always write me and say, I'm looking forward to it. Mm. And I feel like, you know, But it's coming out Saturday. Yeah. Good. That's good. That's so encouraging. So thank you for sharing that too, because I know that there's a lot of people who are just artists or who have a calling, like you said, but maybe 
the enemy or whatever compare the spirit of comparison has just stopped them from pursuing it wholeheartedly. So I want to just challenge anybody who's feeling that right now to just keep pushing forward and whatever it is that God has called you to do, or you feel led to do like do it and do it without fear. Just say, you know what, God, if you brought this to my mind, this vision, this calling, you're going to provide the opportunity for me to continue it on. So yeah, that's, that's so important. Um, I, I did have an, a couple of other questions for you, if you're okay with that. <laughs> um, you, you said something that was so beautiful, but I don't think everybody, I, I mean, I, I look at my group of friends and I don't even think that all of us have tapped into what God has truly called us to do. So when you talk about this calling and I know that God has asked me to do this, to cultivate relationships, to do this. How do you know and in what moment did God show you what your calling was? And can you share what you feel like your purpose is in this life? Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, in 2015, uh, no, okay, in 2014, I graduated from mm-hmm. FAU with mm-hmm. my undergrad, got my dream job before I graduated, started working with this mm-hmm. company. say that again because that honestly people think oh this nine to five is my purpose and I don't I don't do anything outside of that yeah and people feel so like defeated mm-hmm. when they're working like a job that feels dead in or it's not fulfilling them yeah if you have that honor to get a passion and a profession well, great yeah like you know but there may be a chance that your profession may not feed that passion yeah. or feed that purpose and so you leverage what it so that you can walk into what you're called It's to the vehicle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so your profession is not your purpose always, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, for me, when it came to Christ and coffee, it was something I thought I was doing for myself. Mm-hmm. But I think that when God is speaking to you or calling you to something, there will yeah. be certain things that you'll notice in your life yeah. um, come together. Like mm-hmm. when I was called to Atlanta, I had a certain like abnormal piece about the yeah. transition. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Right? You gotta 
day at a time and just be in a space where you can acknowledge God mm-hmm. and hear him clearly enough, mm-hmm. whether it's in your spirit, whether he's doing something in your environment. Yeah. You just have to have that discipline to acknowledge when he's calling you to move and yeah. do something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for me, purpose is is progressive. It's a process. Mm-hmm. It's happening. And yeah. another thing that I'll always say about purpose is that um, no matter, there's a scripture, I believe it's Romans 8, 28, mm, all things work mm-hmm. together for the good of those who love him and are yeah. called according to the, um, his purpose. So I, I it's so crazy because I see this map in my mind. Mm. And there's state roads, yeah. back roads, highways, but you can take multiple routes to get to the same destination. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if there are detours because of construction, or it doesn't matter if you made a mistake. There's a way to reroute it. Yeah. And um, the Holy Spirit is like the GPS. Mm. You'll just feel a function in your, in yeah. your inside. You know, yeah. like, oh, go this way. Turn left. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as you continue to live, you will ultimately end up in purpose. Yeah. It takes you 11 it takes you 40 years to get to an 11-day journey, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you're going to reach that place. Yeah. So, you don't, there's nothing that you have to do or say to expedite mm. that process. You just live yeah. and be sensitive to what is speaking to you. Yeah. And you just walk in it, and you're going to reach whatever purpose is for you. Yeah. So, that's those are things that kind of carry me when trying to understand purpose. Yeah, that's, that's so good, because I think, people get defeated on the road to purpose. And it's like what you're saying is very progressive. It's not like a, a set formula. It's just, you get those inklings of joy of peace of like, Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Or I feel whole by doing this or performing that. So I, I agree with you about sometimes our profession doesn't match our purpose and it could be our vehicle to get to the destination that God wants us to, but we got we have to be committed and consistent to that path. Because it's like he can plant you on something. You can be like, oh, God, I ain't supposed to be on this path. I'm supposed to be over there. But there's this piece of enjoying the process to get there because you never know what you're gathering up along the way. Right. Like, ultimately, you know, there's another scripture um, that talks about, you know, the, in the hearts of man, we make lots of plans, but mm. God's purpose will always prevail. Mm, so, yeah. And and even in Jeremiah, where God, where they talk about, you know, I've made plans for you before you even conceive, yeah. things like that. So you have to understand that. Well, I guess the one thing I would say is that you should just start. Yeah. Just start. Just like start. If you feel like this is something you should do, or you like, or enjoy, or, or talented at, just start it, mm-hmm. and God will help you navigate that he's going to perfect it in you. Yeah. Same thing with Christ and coffee. I'm like, God, I just want to get up and spend time with yeah. you. Yeah. But then he started bringing people into my life that's addressing me about certain mm-hmm. things, and I've been there. Yeah. You know, I've been through the church hurt and stuff like that. Yeah. And God will have you have your life experiences. That's another indicator. Yeah. What has my, what is my past? or the lessons mm. from my past saying to what I'm supposed to do in my future. Yeah. You know, so just start, you know, be present mm-hmm. and God will ultimately just lead you in that right place when it comes to purpose. Yeah. So what can you say to people who have been called, God gives them inklings, he knocks at their door, he's saying, you're supposed to be doing this, you didn't finish this project, this, 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 this. And you're like, I know, Lord, I just don't have time, I don't have this. What do you see to say to those people who are still operating in their comfort zone and haven't made that quote unquote move to Atlanta or move to Nashville or move any direction? It doesn't have to be geographic, but just a move. 
baby to experience God mm. and to receive your blessings. Yeah. Um, you know, ultimately you'll get to that place. Yeah. I wanted, first of all, I wasn't even supposed to go to FAU. I wanted to mm. go to Albany State. Wow. In Georgia. I wanted to move to Atlanta since I was like 14. Okay. You know, I was dating a guy who lived in Atlanta and I was too scared. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually I moved. Like, and that's my mm-hmm. thing. Like, eventually you're going to end up where God had mm-hmm. you. You're just prolonging that process. Yeah. I could have already walked into certain things in life, you know, if I would have just been obedient up front. Yeah. Um, and we even think about the story of Jonah. Like, mm-hmm. Jonah was going to get the Nineveh regardless. Yeah. Either like, way. <laughs> God was like, listen, you can play. Yeah. Can play. Um, I got yeah. a job, Jonah. What's up? With yeah. You? Like, you know, and he ended up in that way. Yeah, yeah. But he prolonged that process, but mm. he still ended up doing what he was supposed to. Same thing with the people of Israel. You know, mm. apparently the journey from Egypt yeah. to Canaan was supposed to be like 11 days. Wow. 40 years. 40 years, yeah. To get through an 11 day journey mm. because they made it hard. They wanted to complain and nag and I'm too scared and I want to wow. do this and I don't trust you. Yeah. So I think you're just prolonging the inevitable. Mm hmm. Yeah. To do certain things, to experience God, to walk in blessings because of their just stubborn, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. You know? Like the people of Israel, that first group didn't even get to experience the yeah. promised land. Yeah. Because they just refused. Yeah. You know? And it was their children that got to enjoy mm, that. Yeah. So I, I think you do yourself a disservice by um, shooing God off, mm-hmm. by prolonging it instead of just saying, okay, I'm going to just take these hard, you know, yeah. uncomfortable. Wow, that's so good. And you just never know what space people are in. Like, I don't know what space you were in before you got on this phone call and vice versa, but God will always show, like, we were supposed to have this for weeks, like, but you know, all of the things with George Floyd happen and just, it's just been a taxing time for all of us. So I think it's okay to take a step back and just really tune in spiritually and say, God, like, I can't do it on my own accord or by my own strength. So give me the strength to do the things that you have called me to do. I think that we have to have those moments because we think we black superwoman. We I can handle it. I can do that. I can do all this stuff or just anybody. And it's like, no, sis, you can't like, we need to be in communion with God daily in order to fill out the things that he's asked us to do. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. He knows us deeply. He knows us honestly. He made us. Yeah. You know, Yeah, um, yeah. Having that connection, I think God can only deal with us a certain way. Yeah. Like, we, we think that, oh, when we get the significant other, it's going to change mm. my life or my family, they're going to be able to. But sometimes people don't know how to really, um, they don't really know how to, like, kind of help us to yeah. navigate certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you need, and most people, they're spiritual, you know, yeah. they're not necessarily Christians, but mm-hmm. they Yeah. 
How would you suggest for somebody who's maybe been off course to get back centered? Like, so say they don't have a new job opportunity or, or or whatever that kind of like limits the distractions. Maybe they're trying to find God in the midst of their distractions or in the midst of COVID. Like, how would you suggest that them to find a place to center themselves and get back in tune with God? You have to make a decision that you're going to be in, intentional about relationship with God and getting to that place. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that means if you are a mother with four kids and a husband that's needy, yeah. maybe you got to wake up at 4 a.m. Yeah. Maybe you got to stay up a little later. And that's a part of self-care, too. I yeah. think faith and spirituality is a part of that as well. Um, but you have to be committed to being sensitive because God never leaves us. He never stops talking. We stop listening. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, people always say that God speaks in small, still voices. Mm-hmm. Well, that means you have to be quiet enough to hear that. <laughs> yeah. You have to be uh, able to sit and filter through the confusion. My wow. pastor used to say, don't worry about the noise in a marketplace. Mm-hmm. Focus on the price of the fish. Yeah. And that's how you have to. Uh, work through your relationship yeah. and you'll like it and I think another thing too that people don't realize about Christianity and faith mm-hmm. is that it's going to start with discipline before desire mm-hmm. you're not going to want to read your Bible, yeah. you want to make you sleep you don't want to fall asleep, you're yeah. not going to want to pray, yeah. but you have to build the discipline yeah. and then the desire will come to continue to do it because you understand how yeah. much better yeah. Same thing with working on anything else. So yeah. I feel like anybody that is disciplined where maybe their yeah. environment is chaotic or there's so much going on. And honestly, COVID brought me more to my knees. I think it brought the world a little yes, bit more. Yes, it sure to did. Like, yeah. You know, that faith, like, yo, I need something yeah. to, to help me understand mm. what the world can't explain. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's just a piece that surpasses it. Like, that, and we couldn't have got through any of this without that. That's so true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Make a make a resolve to, to yeah. get quiet enough to spend that time. Yeah. It'll become easier, and you, as you get into the practice, like the Bible says, my favorite scripture, Proverbs three, mm, uh, five and six. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't yeah. even lean to your own understanding. Mm-hmm. Just acknowledge Him in all your ways. Yeah. And He's gonna direct your path. Yeah. And I believe in that. And you have to acknowledge God so stuff start making sense. Yeah. Make it make sense, Lord. Woo. <laughs> That's good, girl. <laughs> no, honestly, thank you for sharing that. And just thank you for your time tonight. I want to end on one last question. And for me, you said earlier that you love to write or you feel like God has called you to just write. Like, what would be your love letter to God? Or what would you feel like at this moment in time? What would Carlisha let the Lord know that she is most thankful for? Or maybe what would be your just your your moment to say thank you for all of this or i'm truly grateful for this moment or thank you for showing this about myself uh if i could just write god a letter and of thanks i would just i would say thank you for everything um thank you for the opportunity to know you Mm. i don't think people get the opportunity in life so thank you for the opportunity to know you even if you didn't do a single thing for me. I'm just honored that I got the chance to be in relationship with you because yeah. it's different from anything I've experienced with human mm-hmm. relationships, you know. Um, mm. And if you never gave me another thing, yeah, I'm I'm okay. Yeah, because I understand that just having you with me, I don't have to worry 
Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Carlisha. You're just such a beautiful soul. <laughs> Of course, yes. So do you want to tell people how they can continue to follow you, um, your social media handles, your YouTube channel? Yeah, um, so my YouTube channel, although it's small and trying to get it trying to I'm sure yeah. people will be following you after this, girl. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Feel free to DM me, talk to me. Mm. I'm an open book. I'm very uh, transparent. I love connecting with people. So, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, Queen. I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you. Thank you for doing this, this podcast. This is so amazing. I'm so glad and honored that you even asked me to do it. Of course. That was God, girl. That was God saying, you need to get her. And that was a just act in faith. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be in touch with you. All right.